Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. I love how we're starting the new book and all we're talking about is what new characters are going to be. <laughs> yeah, we're, so, <laughs> we're already so convinced of our own defeat. We haven't even seen what, really what's happening here yet. Hedging our bets early. After narrowly avoiding a ballista attack. I think we're going to need to reinvestigate our tactics. Right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. The heroes escaped to the cathedral. Zoom. You find yourselves in Minderhall's Cathedral. It's been a while. Things are different. We're glimmers of a possible future. Half a dozen stone giants. They're teaching humans how to use tools that are much too large for them. There's like a lot of sharing of ideas going back and forth. Humans talking to a giant. The giant is like bending down to listen. (laughs) Reminded them what they're fighting for. Baron, from here on out, it's not about me. It's about the principles we stand for. The adventure continues. I was just thinking about, like, what if you do lose? Like, that is a real bummer. (laughs) No. I just ate a pack of Starburst in 90 seconds, <laughs> and that included unwrapping each piece. <laughs> it was really, it was really something. It was something to, to behold. I don't know why I did it so fast. I saw the package of Starburst, like fully wrapped. I looked away. I had a quick conversation with the rest of you, and I looked back, and there, <laughs> all, only the wreckage remains. Yeah, it looks like I got in a fight. Yeah, with a pack of Starburst. Yeah, you were winded. <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, the Starburst I like to, won the fight. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, the Starburst always wins. I like to pick two flavors, mix them together, and just let them slowly dissolve in my mouth. But in this case, I just inhaled them and only did that on the last two. You ate them like you would eat like popcorn. Yeah, you know? I, know. I, like, <laughs> I don't know how y'all eat those things. Oh, I think I they're know. gross. I just wanted some candy. We got a couple sweet tooths around here. Sweet teeth. But they're like corn syrup and candle wax. I don't yeah. know how people eat those things. <laughs> they're so good. Well, <laughs> the corn syrup is what makes the candle wax edible. It really goes down smooth. Don't forget all the fake flavorings. Good. Oh, yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't even have got these, but Grant was like, hey, going, to the, going down to the deli, you guys want anything? And Matthew's like, uh, every candy they have. And I'm like, well, I want every candy they have. Um, you know what? Just give me some Starburst. And Joe was in the bathroom, so he didn't get anything. <laughs> I didn't get anything. I came out. <laughs> Matt, Matt was like, we talked about it for like three minutes. And I was like, was it the three minutes I was in the bathroom? Seems like it. <laughs> yeah. enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Matthew. I gave Joe half of my package of Sour Patch Kids. Yes, true. Did. And so now, like all of you, I also have COVID. <laughs> did, did you sanitize, I, the, I sanitize. Each, individual, <laughs> each individual child? Each individual ch- sour child? Sour child. Maybe less sour and a little bit bleach. <laughs> I always delouse children before I eat them. <laughs> um, I, I was handed a Clorox wipe by Matthew to clean off my packages. And uh, afterwards, I opened them and I was so excited to eat mango flavored sour straws, which is a new invention in my world. Ooh. They're delicious. Uh, but I opened it. And I was so excited to eat them. I put them in my mouth, and the package got into my mouth with the clock. Oh, oh, no. oh, 
man. And I was like, all right, wait, one, two. And I like spit a little bit on the side. I'm like, okay, I can eat it now. I have wow. swallowed bleach or Clorox or whatever. Yeah, you definitely don't want to swallow that. Well, I like uh, my Starburst. I just, I, I wish I had another pack. But I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> mm. Just eat them like peanuts. Yeah, I don't know. I was hungry. I had a real bad stomach ache, and this made it go away. <laughs> What's so your top Starburst flavor? Cherry, uh, come on. What? Yeah. Correct. What do you like? Orange? Pink. What is pink. it? Watermelon? Pink. Cherry, orange, and pink are the best flavors. <laughs> yes. Orange oh, is the worst flavor. Orange is yeah. the worst. Orange is no. clearly the pink worst. Pink is yeah. obviously the best. Lemon is the worst. Yellow is no, the worst. I no, love right. yellow way I better than orange. Lemon. My final uh, twosome was a lemon cherry mix-up, which oh, I highly recommend. See, now that's like that water ice. That's what you want. Water water ice. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. The lemon cherry water, water ice, ice mix. Oh, it's just great, even when it's mispronounced like that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Lemon and cherry. Uh, you know, you could even make orange decent if you mix it with the right flavor, but you don't want an orange by itself, Grant. Come on. I, I love an orange by itself. Well, from now on, we know we can give Grant all you of know our orange Yeah, you're welcome to all the orange Starbursts. The tables have turned because growing up, my mother only liked the yellow Starburst. So when she'd like take me to the 7-Eleven or whatever to get a Slurpee and a, star, a Starburst, she'd always eat them all. And it was a wonderful bonding experience. And now I get to be your mother. Well... You know what? The whole, like, us not being in the office it was really a good thing in the long run because you guys are so into this stuff, these sweets, especially sour sweets, that you yeah. would consistently come to recordings, like, trying to out-candy each other, Matthew and Grant, <laughs> and they would share with each other, like, look what I found, bro. <laughs> Got this in the black market. <laughs> you can only get this in Japan, like, these weird candies. Made from a rare mango. Right. They would go back and forth, and then they were like, well, look, we can't keep running the deli between episodes, slowing down our efficiency, so let's get a five-pound bag of Sour Patch kids and keep them in the cabinet I and then i would be you. here during the days just like doing <laughs> stuff and i'd be like hey, i'm gonna go eat 60 uh, sour bread <laughs> like, in like, the middle of the afternoon we were all consistently <laughs> eating two pounds of starbucks <laughs> it really was do you remember, the, out of do you remember our, at our at the live shows in our green rooms we'd have like oh. the, we'd get like five pound bags oh, yeah. and M&Ms. starburst yeah. excuse oh me sour star star kids are our, our writer yeah sour patch kids were the M&Ms. M&Ms. I said after the show I'd be like where are those M&M's oh, oh. they're a great post show snack yeah. peanut yeah. M&M's peanut M&M's there was a string of weeks in which I brought a different esoteric flavor of M&M's just like really difficult weird to find like I brought jalapeno M&M's those are fun those are really good and then like all the candies I brought back from Japan oh and then gin oh that was great that gin was so good I don't remember the gin. I think you drank it in one sitting. Mostly. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do remember those candies that you brought from Japan, and I was so excited. Those wasabi Kit Kats? Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, those are good. Yeah. Those are cool. And the sake Kit Kats. If you do one after the other, let me tell you, that's my Ooh, lemon wait. cherry mix in the mouth. I didn't have a sake. I Kit didn't Kats. either. Oh, I may have kept You must them have gave them myself. to your other podcast group. <laughs> what did you say? What did you, what say? Did you say? You gave them to that podcast group you moonlight with. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm not a big candy guy, but when it's around, I can't stop eating it. I mostly eat it around you guys. Oh, don't blame us. You're the worst culprit. Yeah, of all. man. I used to. I you know there. You're was, an enabler. Yeah. I'm just. I just want candy. <laughs> oh, I want candy. candy. That song's about you. <laughs> I want candy. Um. Well, now, yeah, I'm sad that I don't have any, but it'll be fun when I crash in 20 minutes. <laughs>
Tired. It's good for that good sustained energy that you need for the long run. <laughs> yeah. for, for an Marathon hour and runners episode, eat yeah. a pack of Starburst before the run. I think. Yep. And and getting uh, into what we discovered last week about this caldera and what's inside of it. It doesn't mm. sound like you need to be that on top of your no. game. No, no. Nah. It doesn't sound unbelievably complicated. <laughs> yeah. No, totally routine. Nothing new. I heard you guys hatching some plans to get in we while I plans, was in baby. the restroom. I despise hatching plans in front of a GM. I know. I, I know. hate it so much. I'm I like, I'm, I want to just look at him and be like, can we have the room? You know, because yeah. it's just so, you feel so pathetic. You're like, yeah. oh, whatever we say, he can just undo any of it. Yeah. And even if he's not going to do that, which he probably wouldn't, if we are completely off base, he's just like having a great time in his head <laughs> with what idiots we are. You know what I mean? Like, I just, mm-hmm. I constantly feel judged when I'm hatching plans in front of a GM. Yeah. Well, there was a time when I would let you hatch the plan and still do what I wanted to do just because it was too complicated to go along with your plan. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. A lot of times. I'm like, oh, I don't like that plan. No, you can't do it. There's a, the magical fields around in the castle. No, that's in the book. Um, let's talk let's talk a little bit here obviously you're still in minderhall's uh, cathedral and by you i mean nestor but uh meanwhile a little cut scene we'll have metra baron and dalgrith head cut over to scene. skelt to do some shopping of course after a um teleportation d100 roll of course oh. <sighs> end up at skelt 53 you're just fine just a matter of time we pop up in that same hotel room <laughs> An older man covers his top and his towel falls. <laughs> I covered the wrong part. Don't look. All right. What do you think of it? I think they're probably they're probably like giving ghost tours of this room by right. now. Some say that if you listen real close and you're very quiet, they'll suddenly appear before you and give you treats. <laughs> and you guys appear. Yeah. Where are the treats? <laughs> Starburst. There's <laughs> some Starburst rappers. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Wow. There they are. They're all gone. <laughs> They're inside of me. <laughs> I hope you guys appear right in front of the tour group. <laughs> Boom, you appear in front of the tour group. <laughs> They're so excited. <laughs> <gasps> the legends are true. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this hotel is making bad yeah. <laughs> right now, selling selling this room out. Yeah, oh. it's like those haunted hotels. If only it were Halloween. I know. <laughs> oh, it, oh, <laughs> you yeah. walk downstairs in the lobby, people are like, oh my God, God. <laughs> <laughs> They got a new outdoor patio they built outside. Uh, they're just flush with cash from all Dude. the people who come to see. Psyched to have that plus one human bane halberd just start cutting them down. <laughs> Go away! I gotta get to the market. Can you change the bane on a weapon? No. No. Yeah, that's so lame. That's yeah, what, what the hell are you gonna do with the human bane? I know. <laughs> yeah, why are they giving us a human bane halberd? Oh, it's I know, it's like we're gonna sell it. Like like if you're like a paladin, right? You can't sell the item. Because it's it's just like weapons dealing. Like whoever you sell it yeah. to is going to sell it to a different villain. <laughs> right, right. It's just going to perpetrate harm Thank on humans. You, Paladin. I promise I'll sell this to someone who won't use it. Right, on right. Only a against collector. the uh, bad guys. Yeah. I'll sell to collectors. I only sell to collectors, <laughs> like George the Fourth. 
<laughs> Whoever, whoever's going to buy it is just going to drink too much at a party one night and be like, hey, hey, I want to show you something secret. Come here. Come here. You're going to open up a closet and all these weird exotic <laughs> animal skins are going to fall out. <laughs> and then underneath it all will be the human bane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you ever wanted to go on an ungodly killing spree, <laughs> this would be a weapon. The deadliest game. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to buy? I'm sure you oh, all have boy. shopping lists. Uh, Nestor gave you his before you left. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about what you want to buy. You know, be honest and don't. But like, come on, keep it moving. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna plow through because. Uh, all right, so let's go with the. We, do you have the master list here? Yeah, I do. Because uh, w- a lot of it, we're we're banking on um, having to not leave and just trying to disaster prep as mm-hmm. much as possible. So uh, here's top of the list. Three wands of Cure Light Wounds. A wand of Lesser Restoration. Classic. uh, 25 charges. Four scrolls of Remove Paralysis. One scroll of Break Enchantment. Hmm. Two scrolls of Remove Curse. Uh, And then here's some little fun buff uh, kind of stuff. Wand of Flame Arrow. Wand of Spider Climb Communal. And then that was pretty much it for group items. And everything else was like individual things okay. that people wanted. And did you determine who was carrying those items? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There, it's a split between Baron and mm-hmm. Metra in almost all cases. So these these spells either appear on the Sorcerer spell list or the Inquisitor spell list. Okay. And we have three scrolls of Remove Disease. Cool. And three scrolls of... Uh, the, the, the ones we picked up from earlier. Yeah, they were from the dice. Three invisibility purge, three cure serious, three delay poison, nine cure moderate, and right. six stone shape arena. Those it, are from interesting. The, uh, temple priests. Yeah, and interesting that those nine cure mods are all in scroll form. It, it basically mm. means that like they're not really going to be used in combat. Like you're not. Right. It's not like drinking a potion. So like Baron has to cast it, and it'll probably end up being an out of combat situation. Yeah. But, you know, great to have them. We're not going to tear them up. Yeah, it'll come in handy. I I joked to you guys when you were making your lists up of what you wanted to buy. Like, make sure you assign them to a person. Because there will always be times like, uh, oh, I'm poisoned. uh, We have a potion to delay poison, right? And uh, be like, yeah, but who has it? You're like, well, well, I would have it. The guy that's poisoned. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you'd think you would. (laughs) Uh, So that's good that you assigned it. And then talk about personal shopping. Uh, I'll I'll start because I'm pretty boring. I just I really wanted to upgrade uh, my AC and uh, weapons. So I, I, there was one particular wondrous item I thought about, but then I, I ended up scrapping it in favor of a arming myself for dragons. So I got myself a plus one dragon bane dagger, hmm. uh, just because I thought just in case I have to latch onto a dragon and try to do some damage. And then uh, I sold off my armor uh, that I had, which had some fun properties in it, which I thought were fun, um, expeditious, and phantasmal. But the phantasmal, I don't think, is going to work so much anymore when I'm on uh, creatures. And expeditious is a plus 10. I can't remember what kind of bonus. I think it's enhancement bonus to speed. Turns out that does not stack with Boots of Haste, which give you a plus 10 bonus to your speed. And so I was like, you know, I'm not getting as much out of this as I want. So I went went with pure numbers and I sold it and I just got a 
plus four set of leather armor. Oh, wow. wow. So just okay. sheer numbers, because now I'm starting to get comfortable where I think that I could get onto a giant and dodge some hits mm-hmm. if I'm on them. Wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that's it. Dagger and, uh, and, a, and a, a dagger and some armor for me. Who next? I can go. Metro got one, th- one item. Let's say the cost first. It is a 26,000 gold. (laughs) (laughs) I, too, am a little bit worried about dragons, in particular dragons that can go invisible. Um, So I got a spectral shroud. This sounds pretty nasty. This thin bleach cloth covers the wearer's entire torso. The morbid burial shroud grants the wearer some affinity with the spectral dead. And it seems so great with Metro, both like trying to connect with Della and also kind Mm -hmm. of being of this plane and the others. Being a weirdo. Uh, yeah. The wearer can discern invisible or ethereal creatures as though using this, uh, as though using C invisibility. And then once per day, the wearer can become incorporeal for 10 rounds and gain a fly speed equal to half his base speed with perfect maneuverability. That's pretty cool. You just have auto C invisibility now. And you and I went back and forth about this. Like, do you need to utter a command word? And it seems like you don't. You just have it because you're wearing it. Um, awesome. Very, very cool. I'm sure that won't come in handy at all in <laughs> book six. Um, who's next? Uh, well, I got, well, it's now is as good a time as any to reveal that I fucked up really badly <laughs> recently. <laughs> and I don't know how many times I did but before it didn't come up a lot. But I completely forgot that you, when you have range sneak attack, it only functions if you're within 30 feet of the target. And there are feats and stuff that can move it out like a little bit like 10 feet but i don't have any of those so and i was we were working at range and invisible in that whole big boss fight against king titarian and i was dealing out lots of sneak attack damage and none of that should have gone through so i went ahead and bought for twenty thousand gold i bought sniper goggles oh nice uh, which will allow me to do range sneak attack damage at any distance so cool. that is very exciting yep. and will retroactively uh, absolve me from cheating. <laughs> and then, uh, sort of. And then I got, uh, also I got a, a special arrow, uh, which mm. will be revealed in time. One. Who shall remain nameless. One special, one special arrow. arrow. We all and, know how that last special arrow went. <laughs> right. And, and, then I got an, and then I got a wand of gravity bow. Uh, oh, what is that? So that is a spell which will it's a first level spell that when cast will allow me to treat my bow as if it were one size category larger for damage purposes whoa and what type of damage are you doing already so it's base 1d8 so it would go from 1d8 to 2d6 damage per shot that's that's very cool so i would have to take when planning on leveling up fairly soon i would take just a bunch of ranks of you use magic device so that I would have a chance of using it but but yeah so oh yeah. that's interesting okay and yeah. you'd have to do it in combat uh, or right before well less than minutes so less than minutes okay a little, yeah, so you little might be bit fine. of uh, yeah that's very cool um, I said we all know what happened in the last arrow it wasn't an arrow it was a bullet Right. Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh, Never. I totally God. forgot. I'm sorry, I brought it up. I totally <laughs> forgot. Oh, yeah. God damn it, Baron. What'd you get, buddy? Uh, Baron got a kind of a bunch of stuff. One of the things he grabbed off of the list that Joe, uh, my good buddy Joe, pointed out to me was the plus one mithril buckler. 
rocking one of those now, kind of on his offhand, keeps his hand free except for like reloading and stuff. So. I think that's what Captain Hagen was wearing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, also upgraded. Uh, well, first off, he made a flavor holster. He made a uh, Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon kind of uh, uh, Murtaugh uh, uh, leather shoulder thing that like detectives wear under their suits in the 80s and 90s movies. So yeah. he has like one pistol on each side. Oh, that's oh awesome. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Double he, shoulder holster. Exactly. Uh, and he uh, also upgraded his Amulet of Natural Armor Plus One to a Amulet of Natural Armor Plus Three. And uh, picked up, we had in the past, I know we picked it up probably in book two, but I don't have it on my sheet, so I decided to keep myself honest, uh, Boots of Springing and Striding, which will give me 10 feet uh, extra distance, which is pretty big. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah. Constant? So you're at 30 feet now? Constant? Yes, yes, yes. Do they give you any jumping bonuses, too, anything? It does. That's, uh, I guess, the springing part of it. The striding part of it is 10 feet, land speed. And uh, it's an enhancement bonus. Uh, great leaps. Jump with a plus five competence bonus on acrobatics checks. And my acrobatics is pretty dope. Hmm. Uh, so I don't have a really good climb skill with my strength where it is, but I can jump up really high. And if there's a good enough foothold, I can kind of hold on for dear life. Pretty sweet. Good haul. Oh, and uh, a thousand gold. Well, actually, technically 996 gold has been used to craft 166 alchemical cartridges. Oh, oh yeah. Mark it down, everybody. Mark it down. Mark uh, it down, all uh, you counters. <laughs> so you can craft up to 1,000 uh, worth of, well, at your reduced cost with gunsmithing, but you can craft up to $1,000 worth of that in ammunition per day. So I spent one of those days just kind of crafting away. And Very I missed nice. one. I missed one uh, as well for Dogrith. I forgot because it was one on the lower cost <gasps> end, but a, a wondrous item nonetheless. And this came from a good buddy Grant who helped me out. Um, gloves of reconnaissance. Ooh. I had a glo- I had a hand slot open, so Dogrith will be wearing these gloves, these magical gloves that uh, allow him to. Once per day, uh, he can place his hands on stone and see clear through anything less than five feet thick. Hmm. You just see through the wall. Oh, interesting. Uh, once per day. That's yeah. cool. Okay. We'll see uh, if, if it comes up. Um, all right, so you do your shopping in Skelt. You come back to Minderhall's uh, <clears throat> Cathedral. Uh, Nestor, even though I had you meet that stone giant on day three, I'm still going to have it happen in five days. Okay. It's more for dramatic effect. Uh, so on the fifth day... Or, excuse me, on the beginning of the sixth day, if you don't have any other business, you can head back. I don't know if there's anything else you want to do that's going to take some time. I just want to play out my montage. You gotta do it like this. (laughs) (laughs) So, we also gotta hope we find a dead fire giant so we can. uh Bathe yeah. the hammer in its blood. Well, Titarian's body is still fresh. Oh. Well, it's five days old. Um, But. Blood still, blood still there. There's blood all over the place. Um, so, all right, so yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm good to go. Should we just hop back to the, uh, the Oracle's yeah. room? We doing it? I feel, <laughs> I feel great. I feel wonderful. <laughs> we need to leave uh, from <clears throat> a tip. I got to roll one more time to get back to Minderhall's Cathedral. Well, what is he saying? Before Once we go? get there, we got to cast uh, Stone Shape on some of us before we leave, straight from the forge. Eighty-one. 81. Okay. Stone shape? But before stone you go, skin, I'm sorry. you want to do forge stuff, is what you're saying. 
Yeah, quick use of there are 10 charges per day in the forge. I would like to expend three of them to put a stone skin on uh, myself and whoever else wants it. There are other abilities as well. Right, and what's the time on that? And don't didn't we decide that you have to have gold for that? Oh, if we, casting, the forge has like 10 charges, which renew at the beginning of each day. Creature can expend the number of charges to activate one of the spell following spell-like abilities as a full round action, which can affect all targets within 10 feet of the forge. So... Five charges can make you all go stone to flesh. You don't want that. Uh, five charges can give you all iron body. Three charges can give you stone skin. Three for stone shape. Three for major creation. Three for fabricate. One for make whole magic weapon and bull strength. You have ten charges. I don't see anything in here about having to pay for it. Oh, okay. Do you remember having to pay for this? Well, stone skin costs, the, the, the components are 250 gold. And I remember when we did this before, uh, you know, like on the boards, they were like, you have to pay 250 gold for every one of those castings. You realize that. Hmm. Um, so I don't know if the forge just magically lets you bypass the components of a spell. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things that doesn't say, but it, do, it might not say just because you're expected to know that you have to pay for it. Uh well, we we know, do have we do have forge. surplus from our shopping spree, even though we all get amazing things. Uh, so I'm sure if it's really just 250, if that if that number is correct, we could just take that out of what we have left. Do you want to just all get stone skin before you go? Yeah. How much? How much do we get? So three of us can get it. Mm-hmm. So who doesn't get it? And it lasts ten minutes per level. Metro, obviously. I can't remember the level of this thing, but you do have uh, mirror. Image. Oh, it's twenty. It's caster level twenty, so it lasts for. 200 minutes. 200 minutes. My AC is literally half yours, Brad. You, you do have a one in nine chance of being hit anytime. If I roll max. If you're never around, you're never around enemies. You can always get out. Remember you said this. <laughs> we can give you bull strength. No, that's all right. <laughs> we can make you whole with one charge. Will you stop complaining if we make you whole? <laughs> not complaining. Just when I die, who's going to teleport you out of the mountain? All right. You want to roll off for it? All right. Stone skin roll off. Stone, Stone skin roll, roll off. off. <laughs> all right. Let's make it fair. Let's have everyone who's going to go all four roll. And whoever gets lowest <laughs> oh, doesn't get stone skin. Oh, remember this moment. This is brutal. Oh. And remember, it's because of Matthew. Oh, 16. 18. Oh, 16. Oh, oh skid. Come, I'll come down oh, to you. Uh, come on, beat him. 10. Sorry, Skid. That's okay. That's all right. Skid's going to remember this, Matthew. Uh, yeah, that's I'm all right. going to try to be staying away from it. Like if I, it doesn't matter. Like if I'm close enough, I'm going to probably get hit anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nestor should take it. Yeah, there you go, Matthew. Oh, there you remember is. this moment when you get trapped in the in the in the caldera, <laughs> yeah, I know. and the scorpion eats you all. Uh, all right, so eighty-one is enough to get you boom, back into the. Oracle's chamber. And now we've got two hundo minutes, so like we gotta go, 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 go. This is an assault. <laughs> Do you want to walk back in the throne room and bathe that now small yes. hammer or medium sized hammer in the blood of King Titarian? Hundo percent. Uh I will not be doing it though. Um <laughs> I will just <laughs> Receive the hammer when you're done. <laughs> yeah, just well, hand it to me, to me when, when you're done. What, what are we talking? Is it going to shift alignment? Baron's listed as lawful neutral. What? I don't understand what you're talking about. Didn't Farron say it was like a really unholy thing? It's an unholy, unholy weapon. It's all flavor, man. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing's, nothing's flavor. So it's an evil aligned weapon. All she said was this just seems like an unholy practice. Right. You're fine. 
So don't overthink it. <laughs> Can I do a religion check to see if it Don't would... listen to him that deeply. <laughs> I'm going to. Can I do a religion check? Yes. He just says whatever he feels like. <laughs> uh, tw- well, no, hold on. What is my religion? Let me predict what Troy's going to 28. Say. You get the feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> you get the feeling that <laughs> this Bammer. <laughs> I mean, you want, you killed these people. It's one thing to kill them. It's another thing to bathe in their bathe weapons in their blood. Is is does that make you any better than them? That's right. what they did to the paladin that they killed, or the ca- cavalier, or whatever warrior it was. Um, so <clears throat> it's a question of do two wrongs make a right? I guess in one form, in a simplest form. It's, it's up also to you. it's something Baron said, which is that as an inqu- inquisitor's flavor wise, uh, supposed to use the magics and powers of the enemies against them. Um, so I think it makes sense and I'm lawful neutral. Um, I do things for the benefit of the greater good rather than for the most, uh, lawful good action usually. So I guess I'll do it then. You bathe the hammer in the blood of Titarian. I shouldn't have done it. And all of a sudden it's brittleness starts to fade away. Maybe chip a little bit and fall off. And underneath is this beautiful hammer glowing with strong, strong magical energy, perhaps the strongest energy you've ever felt outside of the Forge of Minderhall. This is a minor artifact known as the Hammer of Thunderbolts. And remember, if you're wielding it with a belt of giant strength, because you now know what it does. If you didn't know, even if you had the belt, you wouldn't be able to turn into a plus five. Uh, because you know, it is a plus five giant bane returning thundering warhammer oh my god i remember the returning i forgot the giant pain everyone forgets the giant pain everyone forgets the giant pain and i I, you can't use this type of weapon dalgrith that is correct all right baron can so baron will carry it puts it on his belt yep to never hang there ever ever be used once in a single round i can dual wield now bro pistol in one hand hammer in the other come at me giant don't forget your buckler Oh, but yeah, but that's just you know on the onset of my arm. Buckler. Yeah, if you're attacking, don't forget you're going to forget this. Mm-hmm. You lose that AC bonus from the buckler, as long as you're wielding something in the buckler. In hand. that hand. Yeah. So if you have a gun in that hand. If you have anything, it's on my hand. offhand. The buckler. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you two wheel two hands. Or if something. you cast a spell with it, you right. used the hand. Uh, is that true? I don't know. Yeah, I think you made that part up. <laughs> don't confuse. I think it might be right though. Um, yeah. So you, if it's a plus two buckler. What is it giving you for an AC bonus? Just uh, two or no? Plus, yeah, two. Okay. The buckler, the regular buckler doesn't give you anything? Uh, I think my AC just went up. By t- Let me turn it on and off on my labs. Uh, so, uh, armor. Uh, you can cast can... a spell with somatic com- components using your shield arm, but you lose the buckler's armor class bonus. Boom! Oh, Brian! Don't mess with me, man! <laughs> you can't make a shield bash with a buckler. Yeah, the plus one mithril gives me uh, uh, an additional two to my AC total. I just love the idea of you standing toe-to-toe with a giant with a gun in one hand and being like, I think I'm going to shield bash this round. <laughs> it would be cool. I, I picture it having like a point on the end of it, and I'd love to like jam it in an uh, eye of a giant like right as he grabs me. <laughs> just everybody work together to remember when Baron wields something in that hand to take two away from his AC. You go back to the fork in the tunnels. One leads up to the Oracle's chamber. One leads down 
to the crater. The crater. We go to the crater. You go. Uh, we go fast, like fast. It's been like 194 minutes. <laughs> such a Time jerk. is of the essence. Uh, all right, so you bust ass down the... Is that a phrase? Bust ass? Yeah. I bust ass to get down there. <laughs> Not in that context. Bust ass. I think it reminded me a lot of rip ass, which is when you fart. Yeah, no, that would be... Right now is not the time nor place to do that. They would hear you outside. Um, what was that? Uh, so you haul ass. Oh, there, there it is. After busting it, you haul it. You haul its carcass down the tunnel hallway. And you are approaching the open hall. What do you do? So should we take a one of our, does this, one of our stealthier... Actually, we're all pretty stealthy, but it was one, this one I just want to take a look to see if anything has changed. Yes. So, who should it be? What's your bonus, Metra? To oh, stealth? it should be uh, Nestor, probably. I have a plus 20 to stealth. I have a plus 23. Nestor? I have very good stealth. I have a plus 26. All right, so you're up. Uh, we'll stay back. 90 feet. Okay, 41. Okay, 41. So you peek out, mm-hmm. walk up to the edge, and just look. All very quiet. Perhaps a little too quiet. Perhaps too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> There's the uh, castle. She's a real beaut. Two chains extending all the way to the ground. Three just loosely hanging. So in five days they did nothing. Everything looks quite the same. You're the worst. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> all right. <laughs> shall we go into shall we go into combat rounds yeah <laughs> yeah okay metro will do so we're going to do mirror image uh greater invisibility on dog riff anything else all right so well let's start counting rounds now here we go let's roll for initiative any other spells to add well greater no. invisibility Greater invisibility. Okay. So two greater invisibilities. One on Nestor, one on Dalgrith. Yeah. Mirror image lasts minutes, right? Yep. And then you want to do dimension door. That's the idea. That's the idea. Yeah. Right. Troy, you said that we told you this plan uh, ahead of time, and you said that you were going to do some um, uh, triangulation. And All right. So, but tell, tell, the, tell the audience, the listening audience, what your plan is. Matthew? We're going to dimension door ourselves. Onto the right top, from the cave opening where we are now mm-hmm. to the top of the to a seemingly un, uh, unpopulated corner at the top of the tower, an unpopulated corner at the top of the tower. All right, so I said to you that the tower is nine hundred feet away. Uh, if you're measuring here with the tool, sometimes it'll say a thousand, sometimes it'll say eight hundred. Um, that's why it's very temperamental, but it is nine hundred feet away. And crow flies. I have 960 feet of range on the dimension door. All right, so it's 80 feet up, but even invoking Pythagorean, that's still it's about a little over 900 feet. Um, that was exactly 900 feet away. P- who's Pythagorean? He has a theorem. <laughs> Pythagoras invoking... I, I Pythagorean theorist. I, con, I <laughs> combine <Five> Pythagoras <laughs> and theorem. Invoking Pythagorean. It's a lot easier to say. It's a lot faster. Time is money. Invoking Pythagorean. <laughs> you, uh... 
<laughs> How has no one thought of that yet? You think you probably could do it. And with Dimension Door, you just have to be in range. You don't even have to know what you, the place looks like. You instantly transfer yourself from your current location to any other spot within range. You mm. always arrive at exactly the spot desired, mm. whether by simply visualizing the area or by stating direction. What if a spot doesn't exist? Well, I wouldn't visualize that spot. Right. Well, <laughs> it says if there's no free space within 100 feet, you and each creature traveling with you take an additional 2d6 points of damage and are shunted to a free space within 1,000 feet. Well, I ask you, what if there is no free space within 1,000 feet? That would mean that every single, every single square on the top of that roof was occupied by a creature. What if at the top of that roof is a hole that goes straight into the Earth's crater 5,000 feet below? The surface of the earth. Well, then we can call up that other adventuring party to come out, to come save us. I think there'd still be a, there'd still be a space on the side, a thousand feet away, that isn't in that hole. Uh, so no, I, no, that would that would be if that were the case, we would just fall through the hole. You just keep falling. Yeah, it's not occupied. It's 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 the opposite of occupied. It's a hole. Yeah, but there's no free space. Well, anyways, it's not, there's no hole to the first crater. Uh, it's a cool plan, I think. I'm a fan of this plan. Yeah, uh, I mean, we realized that's like going out there at all will probably be seen, even invisible. We did invisible and flying, and they picked us out right away. So why don't we just swarm on the tower first, cut off the alarm system, cut off the ballista, and or turn the ballista on the gargantuan, colossal, whatever it was, centipede hmm. with the riding giants. Okay. All possibilities, but first got to get on that tower. All right, so your plan is to just blindly go up there. Show me on the tower where you would like to go, north, south, east, or west. Uh, where was the ballista? Right in the middle-ish. In the middle. Mm. We'll go... <laughs> it's such a dumb question because it's, I mean... <laughs> it's, 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 it's half the size of a penny, the, the area he's telling us to where we want to land on. I don't know, somewhere on the half penny. Like, <laughs> a, a hay penny? A hay penny? Somewhere on the hay penny? Let's uh, say the northwest corner. The northwest <laughs> corner is your. Or let me in my with my natural nineteen perception check, as I recall from last week. Did Ooh. I was there a, a part that looked less populated? No. Northwest corner. How do you envision it in your mind? I envision it the way my perception check revealed it to be. Are there, <laughs> are there flowers? Are there trees? On the tower. It's what your, are we talking it's about? It's your vision. Oh, my God. It this, can be anything you want. Is this what happens when he sugar crashes? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's sugar more. crashing right now. I need more. <laughs> I need Quick. more. Get him another dose. Someone Get him another dose. I'll take an orange now. <laughs> um, all right. Greater invisibility is rounds or minutes? Rounds. rounds. Okay. So, we'll, we'll, so it's the last round. thing you do, basically. Yeah. Well, but it's going to take well, second This is why I'm saying just roll initiative. Right. Then you can track the rounds. First round, greater invisibility. Second round, greater invisibility. Third round, dimension door. door. So in round four, we're starting actual combat if there's people up there, and we've already used two rounds of greater invisibility. Okay, but who has less rounds? Uh, one of you will have one less round than the other. Fewer. Fewer. Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like every other episode. I know. I always want to tell him to shut up, but he's right, and that's, that's what right. makes I it know. so frustrating. We're never yeah. going to learn. 
my my wife is this is like the this is the thing she gets. she always hears it all the time more than me i and sometimes i'm like oh yeah less and she'll correct me oh my god it's even more condescending when you're nice about it oh yeah yeah less. yeah, yeah. Uh, that was me making the mistake Grant. oh uh, i see yes fewer i wish there were fewer of you right now shut the fuck up <laughs> That was not correct. Right. That was, you can't get mad at it. Right. Uh, I can't be mad. I wish there were fewer of you. I'm going to say that to everyone that ever oh, corrects man. me with that again. Nice, Grant. Wow, that's really you know, good. Wow. Oh, cool. They'd I wish so, there were fewer so. of you. They'd be, they'll be so proud of you. Uh, oh, man. That's Baron gross. is also going to cast Longshot on himself, uh, which lasts minutes. Okay. So seven minutes. All right, so... Once again, who will have one fewer round? Dogrith. Dogrith have one fewer round. So just know how many rounds. So it's been two. You have one less than Nestor. So how many do you have left, Dogrith? I would have. I would have eleven <laughs> rounds left. Eleven rounds when we left. Get there. And he and Nestor have would have 12. twelve. Yeah. Fewer. Right. Let's go to the uh, top of this tower. Ooh. Oh my! Let me give you a little play oh, text, okay? Flavo. <laughs> oh dear. You get up there, and uh, a metal shingled parapet fortifies the flat roof of the tower, which is fitted with a smoking copper chimney. You saw this chimney, Metro, while you were flying around like a goof. We don't transport to the spot with the chimney. You land I saw it. directly in the chimney, which goes to the center of the earth. <laughs> it's a chimney for the center of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. And Tro- it has to come out somewhere. It has to breathe. Yeah, it's, it's- in Troy's mind, the center of the earth is also 5,000 feet down. <laughs> it's more than 1,000. That's all I know. All I know is it's more than 1,000. Inside of this parapet, a ballista and catapult have been merged together in a marvel of siege engine technology. And they're mounted on this rotating platform of circular rails, which allows clear fields of fire in all directions. So the ballista sits atop a 15-foot-tall wooden turret right in the center of the tower's roof, where the catapult is mounted on an elongated wheeled platform, like a dolly kind of like. It can roll along a pair of circular tracks on the roof. Meanwhile, steam is puffing out of the siege engine as it is, like, turning and scanning the air. Wow. Steampunk. Very steampunky. Wow. Let's go to the map. Oh, oh no. Because there are also Amazing. five creatures up there. Oh, dude. Okay. Five giant creatures. <laughs> ah, do they bleed blood that we can bathe in? Oh. oh there's lots. Oh. That's Wow. It's like oh, it's like a lazy no. Susan for the ballista catapults. I'm trying to make out these. Yeah, they're all kind of giants. They're right? all new artwork. Yeah. Oh no, they're little, unique. A little uh, zoom bony here. Yeah. Oh my god, one of the guys has a freakish arm that is so scary. Look at this dude. Oh, oh, oh what is he doing? <laughs> he's got ranged attacks. He looks like a zombie. He's, he's, he's got a crossbow. He does not give an f that he's up there. Look at his nonchalant stance. Yeah. Uh, He's like, hey, guys. There are four (laughs) similar looking. I mean, they're all, they all seem to be the same type of giant, um, but they're all very different, and they are not giants that you have faced before. They tower over the size of a typical human, 
and its misshapen pale flesh is covered in purulent sores and bulbous tumors. Gross. Wow. Let's look at the other one. Undead or just sick? (laughs) It's very, very ill. It's very... Oh, it's not his hand. It's like an oh, it's got like a, it's a big like meat tenderizer. It looks That's like yeah, it looks like. that is what it looks like. Um, he's got some pustules too. Yeah, yeah, purulent. He's, he's got a few boils. Did I say purulent? Pur- purulent. Yeah. This is oh, the. This is, I think this is the only second time, the second context in which I've heard that word ever. This is what this guy's face looks like. Oh, whoa! Can't he looks like that. the Baron Harkonnen from David Lynch's Dune. He does kind of look. Film. Oh, wow. He has got human heads hanging from his belt. I don't Whoa. care for that. Yikes. Like he's Yikes. missing a chunk of his ear. Yeah. Oh, Look at that dude. That guy's lived a life. He's seen He's seen a few things, that's for Whoa. sure. There he goes. There he goes. See him. <laughs> when did you get the shepherd's cane attachment for roll 20? You just yanked him off the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sandman just came out and grabbed him. About a half an hour. Yeah. Pretty nasty looking dudes, and they're scanning the area uh, when the four of you pop up, and one of them standing in the back right. just turns and sees only two of you and yells something out in giant. And the one who's sitting atop the ballista turns and is like, Intruders! With like spittle and gross shit falling out of his mouth. Roll for initiative. Oh, <laughs> We're taking the fight to the first combat of books. Here it is, huh? First of fish combat. Obviously, we rolled initiative uh, last week when uh, the ballista and the uh, catapult were being fired at you. That's why it was... What were the noises? Something like that. That's about right. But not a true ish. Let's talk about this real combat. Nesta coin. Uh, 21 for Nesta there coin. There you go, Nesta coin. For the old son of Alistair. The old <laughs> coin. <laughs> Dog breath Deathbringer. Always one step behind Nesta. 20. 20. Metronarn. 15. 15. Garbage. And uh, let's get rid of that and get rid of that. Baron. Baron got a 24, and Baron has also misread a rule or, or not taken oh, advantage of something. How no, dare you? No, no, no. I could have been. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I could have been even more OP. Furthermore, with Gunslinger's initiative, which gives me a bonus on initiative checks, if she has the quick draw feat, her hands are free and unrestrained, and the firearm is not hidden. She can draw a single firearm as part of the initiative check. So we have never needed to ask if my gun was drawn, essentially. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Quick draw. Quick draw cool. McGraw. Uh, however, uh, Baron, seeing that these giants are of an unknown make and model, is going to wait to draw. He still has quick draw, so he's just going to do it at a certain point. Okay, all right. Um, that's very cool. I was hoping it was a rule that was going to benefit me. No. And not no. you, but... Uh, Sorry, Troy. Not so much. Okay. What I roll in the Titarian fight? Three natural 20s on initiative? Yeah. Uh, I rolled one in this one as well. So... Oh, God. I am red hot. 
since we came back from the break. This blue dye is, it might need to be taken away. I have stopped using neon green, almost exclusively using um, this. I haven't named it yet, but it's a uh, cat's Teely eye. McGee. Cat's eye blue or Teely McGee. Um, <laughs> Captain in the teal. You should <laughs> just Captain in the teal. Yeah. Captain in the teal. Yeah. It's kind of bad for our brand if, if neon green goes away. It's true. Well, you know, he just he's not rolling well. Let me just throw one out just there. Just because of your dice trade, that's nothing Natural to do too. with the die. Well, I'm naming, I'm, I have a separate dice trade just for neon green that's harder and, and oh. supports his weight a little bit better. Wow. And still, problems. I just threw it out there for the hell of it. Natty 2. Right here with this guy, Natty 14. That's can, what I'm saying. Can better we, die. Can we name this new die Allie McTeal? That's Ooh, good. That's fun. <laughs> I like that. I like That'll that. be like his, the fun name around parties and stuff. And then we'll animate him with a dancing baby. It'll be great. <laughs> oh, it's a different time, Grant. The 90s. Uh, okay. Uno momento, por favor. Who's visible? Uh... Darren. <laughs> <laughs> and there are seven metros. And there are seven metros. <laughs> you get me all right? As a move action. <laughs> the uh, badass looking dude whose uh, headshot I showed you. Oh, he's the one who happened to get in natural twins, Zoni. Nat. 20. Really shocking yeah. that, that that happened. Telling you, I know you don't believe me. Uh, I don't fudge you. Uh, I also don't think I did. I went into this assuming a natural twenty would not mean I went first, but uh, it did. Move action. He just whoop, 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 whips around the ballista at you guys. Oh no! Oh, Get the hell out of Come here! On, you man. see it move with ease as smoke comes flying out the chimney. I wanted to do point-blank shot so bad uh, to get that little bone to damage if I hit, but Baron is the closest one, and he is at 35 feet instead of 30, so I can't do point-blank shot. However, I can fire a fucking heavy ballista at you uh, at close range (laughs) against your flat-footed AC. And before you do, I also have the right to do a gunslinger's dodge, I believe. <laughs> when a rage attack is made against the gunslinger, she can spend one grit point to move five feet as a medium action. Doing so is a plus two AC. Uh, or I can drop to the ground and get a plus four bonus. Only perform this deed while wearing medium or light armor, which I am. Yep. Okay. So I believe I can do it uh, before I go. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's an immediate action. Yep. For it's happening simultaneously. It is. Yes, yes. What do you want to do? The uh, dodge or the the drop? I'm going to do the dodge because I'd like to be able to move in case Metro doesn't decide to teleport us. So, Show me your five-foot step. Sweetenly. Um, so he will presume to know uh, where the folks are because we were in order. So he's going to just step. Actually, he's going to step straight out. So he's still touching Metro. Okay. Here comes the ballista. You have a plus two to your AC. However... It is your flat-footed AC. And is this from a giant subtype? Uh, yes, he okay. is uh, a, a giant subtype. Um, however, seems the... to have collapsed against his microphone. <laughs> Joe's falling. Here we go. It's very late. Oh. Yes! 26 flat. <laughs> Miss. Oh. Boom salad. Oh. Yeah. Was it even close? That's what you get for firing a ballista point <laughs> yeah. blank on the same platform. Get out of here. I had a real chance to hit. Don't forget, you're, you're still pretty far away. It's a huge tower uh, width-wise. You were very close. Okay, I thought I might be. I mean, I rolled garbage. What happens if you hit him? 
He should get straight up knocked <laughs> off the tower. Flies yeah. into the next town. <laughs> it's like Helm's Deep, that guy. Yeah. Get shot yes. Uh, That's what I was thinking. Can you yeah. picture this, though? You've seen what the giant looks like. Just whips it around so fast. Steam sputtering out the side. and just This is like like a midway through the game Ninja Gaiden boss. Like This is terrifying and would be so hard to do in real life. Yeah. Very, very cool already. Obviously, I would have liked to hit, but I'm just happy that it happened. Baron. <laughs> Can Baron do a check outside of giant type to see what's going on with like what seem to be pustules and gross stuff happening? Religion check maybe on them or um, local I can also do, but it's, it's going to be knowledge local as they are uh, giants. 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 Uh, 16. Do I learn anything? 16 knowledge local. You've never seen anything like these. Hmm. They're just gross. They look diseased. Baron will uh, quick draw out the weapon he just resaw, resized, which he has dubbed Dawn Strike. Oh, you called World's End Dawn Strike? I did because it's the reforged. I like it. The gun reforged. Dawn Strike. (laughs) This is Andrew's Forge of the Shards of Nas Hill. <laughs> Hit that nerds button. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's the log one. <laughs> Yeah. There it is. Uh, <laughs> the range on Dawn Strike is 40 because the uh, amber tendrils of the morning sun reach further than his normal gun. And luckily, uh, he cast a long shot before he got up there. So this giant is 45 feet away. So he will be hitting against Touch AC. But before he does so, he will swift action cast Giant's Bane on the weapon. Oh, swifty. So this is the first round. So keep me honest here. Here we go. Full attack action. Um, Let me turn on rapid shot and turn off uh, point blank. Okay. And did you have to use any grit for this or no? This is all spells and now the new gun with the distance. All spells and guns. Sweet. Uh, deadly aim is on and rapid shot is on. Point blank shot is off. Here we go. Do it. Kill it. 26 against Touch AC. That is a hit. 26 against Touch AC. That's a one, not a seven. All right. So that is going to be. <laughs> do me a favor. Oh, no. Don't do me a favor. <gasps> okay. Reveal something. Yeah. 25 points of damage. 25 oh, points of damage. Oh, tell him what kind of damage it is. Oh, he's got DR. Oh, okay. Uh, 25 points of damage. It's fire I damage. It. I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, second attack. 14 on the die. Uh, so that's a 31 against such AC. Oh, yeah. 32 points of damage. Okay. <laughs> this poor bastard. 25 against Touch AC. Yep. Oh, man. 34 points of damage. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Natural 20. Oh, 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 oh. Critical All right, roll to uh, obviously confirm. Was that my third attack or my second attack? Fourth third, attack. Fourth attack. Sure, yeah. Okay, so that is a <laughs> that is a fourteen against such AC. Uh, that is a confirmed crit. Oh, oh yeah. my! God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right, let's kick it to Kim in uh, Skovda, Sweden. Skovda, Skovda. Is there a is there a, is there an accent over the O? Yes. Is it a little circle? It is. Uh, no, the two dots. I think. Oh, two dots. Skovda. I don't know. Skovda, Sweden. Tell me, knew someone who spoke Swedish. Yes. Kim writes in with the name is Oscar Winstrand. Uh, and the description is blessing, blessing of a rastal. Double damage. Additionally, the projectile that hit the creature becomes enchanted with slaying based oh. on the type, subtype of the hit creature. Jesus. Harvestable only when the creature has died. Oh. If okay. the arrow is already a projectile with the slaying enchantment, the creature has to roll twice on the saving throw and take the lowest. Oh, so if it kills the creature, it becomes a slaying bullet. That's pretty cool. Wow. Wow. So double means quadruple for him. Yeah, Yeah, quadruple damage. And if it kills him in this shot, you get a free giant slaying bullet. bullet. That is freaking cool. That's a good good one. That's a good one, Kim. (laughs) Do all that math fast. 96 points of damage. Still alive. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> what a stupid oh. crit. Man. It was so perfect, too, because it was on the last bullet. It was on the last bullet, so, like, it couldn't have come at a better time. I know. And it just, uh, Troy just, uh, didn't help. <laughs> Sorry, Grant. Sorry, Grant. It's okay. I'm fine. Uh, and Baron will not even take a five foot step or anything during or after, and that Man. is his turn. Awesome. I think by 200 points of damage for dodge, you're not allowed to take it on your turn. That, yeah, it's fine. I, I'll, I, I'll double check. I played a gunslinger recently, and I remember reading that. Um, <laughs> I could be wrong. Uh, all right. And moving right along, it is Nestor Coin's turn. Okay. Nesta Swift action is going to study target against the ballista wielder. And then I'm going to use uh, my talent that I keep forgetting I have Blood Reader. Blood Reader. Oh, right. And uh, I'm going to ask you, the game master, how many hit points exactly that creature has left. 23. (gasps) Don't even use a many shot on him. I know. Uh, Okay, so. All right, this is complicated now. Okay, so he is going to instead use many shots again. Well, first he's going to do a knowledge local against the against the ballista guy. Okay, just out of curiosity, a uh, thirty. Thirty. He and his men here are ash giants. Oh, oh. these are the famous ash giants. So he is the one that uh, requisitioned the chain, maybe? Perhaps. Perhaps. Oh, we got to figure out their name. Let's get their wallet. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. One piece of information about them. Immune to fire. They tend to they hit you with any weapon all their weapons carry their disease with it oh whoa so oh. even ranged weapons have their disease coated all over it wow that's super gross and good to know yeah they just ooze out over their arrows yeah so it covers everything oh now, what's weird it's like this guy is gross but he's like different than the other ones um but yeah they're all uh they're all pretty gross. Wow. <laughs> Just their things are popping on them as they're walking towards you and arming themselves, and uh, it's leaking out all over their weapons. 
Okay. Well, he, Nestor, is, just to keep things simple, he is going to go ahead and do a many shot against him just to make sure that he goes down. Uh, natural 20. <gasps> natural 20. Oh, roll to confirm. <laughs> okay. Oh, wasted crit. Uh, that is... Uh, that is a 39 to confirm. <laughs> that is confirmed, crit. Uh, read the crit just for the heck of it in case it has anything like, you inspire your allies, because he is very, very dead. Oh, man. You don't even need to roll the damage unless you want to I was so know. close! Uh, oh. All right, this one, uh, Ken from Joliet, Illinois. Uh, look out, wingnut! Ooh. You not only hit your target... You also wing his his or her closest ally with the Ooh, deflection. That's why I asked. Double damage to the target and normal damage to the ally. This normal damage is not doubled for a times three weapon. It is just normal damage. The ally is also shaken for one round. Oh, mm. okay. Uh, okay. So it is triple damage on the target, which is irrelevant. He's dead, but it is normal damage to the tar- the ally. Okay. So that is, he's dead, and then the other guy takes uh, 34 points of damage from the other arrow. 34 points of damage, and he's shaken. And he's shaken. Whose idea was the dimension door up here? Matthews. Bottle cap. Yeah. I'll tell you why. If you approach this tower any other way, this guy is so much more prepared for you and yeah. can just... You, this fight would have gone, at least for him, he would have been up so much longer and would have made your life a living hell. But because you snuck up here and were able to get the charge, uh, you know, all these attacks off, you were able to take him out and neutralize a yeah. pretty powerful villain. Oh, yeah, man. dude. He's one of the lieutenants. Dude, it's it's like... Oh, this is the guy? I think, think so. I think so. I could wow. be wrong. It's like in Total War when you get your uh, cavalry behind like a high-powered siege unit from behind. And yeah, yeah. Harassing your units all game. Yep. Finally, yeah. It's like, ah! Yeah, charge in. <sighs> Cut them down. I believe I have two bottle caps now, don't I? Uh, we have reset bottle caps over the break because no one. No, kept he got one since the break. I got since one since we came the back break. from the break. I've reset those as well. So we, <laughs> New Year, Matthew. You can't hoard caps. Um, I think you gave me a bottle cap for the Dimension Door the last uh, with, the, with the King Tartarian fight. It's yeah, I think I did. That was pretty cool too. Well, listen, you're you're a good player. Oh, wow! That's wow! You you make you make good decisions. You make good decisions. You get bottle caps. Um, I think fewer of Matthew. I think I got it wrong. Again. <laughs> I think fewer of him as well. Uh, Nestor still got like nineteen attacks. I still I have two left, so okay. I'm going. So I, I I do not get my studied target bonus against this guy. I'm going to fire second shot into the one that just okay. hits, and you got a clear shot on him because even though that ballista platform is fifteen feet up, whereas Nestor is standing, he gets a nice clean shot on him. Uh, that is a twenty-five to hit. Twenty-five against regular AC. That's a miss on that dude. He's flat-footed. That is a hit on okay. that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, flat Jagged and C. You lost uh, your bonus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that is 26 points of damage on okay. him. And then my final attack on that guy. Ooh. That is a that is a twenty six to hit. Twenty six hits is flat footed. That's for show. Okay, uh, thirty more points of damage. Thirty more points of damage. That guy uh, he roughed up a little bit. He still looked pretty good though. 
And it is Talgrit's turn unless Nestor wanted to take a five-foot step anywhere. Nestor is going... Yeah, he is going to take a five-foot step back towards Metra. Five-foot step back towards Metra. All right, now it is Dalkrith Deathbringer's turn. Uh, all right. Uh, Dalkrith is going to just move into the melee here. Um, what do these lines mean? The, the concentric circles that I'm looking at? Are they, um, can I just get up there? Can I just, like, s- s- walk, move? Yeah, the only thing you would have to climb is if you want to get up on the uh, the wooden platform. Okay. Okay, that's a 15. That's 15 feet. All right. So then he's going to double move and draw his Giant's Bane short sword as he does. Okay. Uh, and just get right up next to uh, one of the remaining giants. Okay. Uh, now, he is wielding a crossbow. Is that right? Uh, right now, he doesn't have any weapon out. Okay. Because they were, uh, well, let me see. It didn't seem like they were surprised yeah. per se because we didn't get a surprise round. Even right. though we just appeared right in front of them. Right, even though no we warning. were aware of them and they right, were not yeah, aware so of us. They'd, uh, they don't have their weapons drawn, I will say. Because okay. they were working uh, the siege engine, so they needed both their hands to do that. Okay, so uh, Dolgrith is just going to double move up, draw his weapon out, and get in melee with this guy who doesn't know that he is there. Uh, I can right, also invisible. Yeah, and I'm not going to roll a, a stealth check because he just he's moving full speed, so... But if the guy, you know, maybe the guy still doesn't know he's there. You still get a plus 20 to your stealth. I know, it's so weird. Never know how Do you want to roll a stealth to see if he hears you coming? Because you you get, you get, you take a minus by double double moving to your stealth, you know what I mean? You but take I don't know what the minus is, so I wasn't even going to roll it. Is well, just minus open 10, up. is it? It's, there's a million different things that can change what your, uh, <clears throat> your stealth bonuses and penalties are. Yeah, it's opposed by perception, uh might be a minus 10 if you're... It's something if you're standing, uh, moving at half speed. Well, you still get a plus 20 bonus on stealth checks if you're moving. <laughs> pretty pretty darn good. Uh, oh, so under invisibility, DC modifier. Here we go. Moving, right, moving at full speed, minus 10. You cannot stealth if you're not invisible, but here mm-hmm. with invisibility, you can't. Got it. Okay. So it's minus 10 yeah. and plus 20. So plus 10 overall. Plus 10. All right, so roll a stealth check. Plus 10. Uh, okay, then that is 50. 50. <laughs> All right, glad we looked that up. <laughs> what a waste <laughs> of time. Can we time. just... <laughs> 50. <laughs> and what did we learn? Uh, all right, so Dalgrith just sneaks up there like a boss. Um, oh, well, yeah, no, it is 50. And wow. no one can hear him wow. from miles just away. Just about to knock it down to 40, but it is actually 50. That is phenomenal. Did you say anything to your buddies before you walked away? Uh, Watch this. <laughs> well, yeah, I said, uh, you know, I'm going for the one on the right. Uh, he says uh, under his breath and then charges off to the one on the right. Metro can see him. Oh, Matt, right. right. Yeah, Matt, I can see all. Speaking of Metro. Take down the others, Baron. Nesta, take down the others. I'll take care of this one on the right. Metro, it's your turn. All right, let's try a little experiment. Since we didn't, we didn't learn a lot, uh, I will say, from knowing what kind of, giant, what kind of giants they are. Um, but let's find the spot here. There was a spot that could do it. There, I'm gonna cast a fireball. There it is. It's gonna. Oh, classic! It's gonna land right here where I'm pinging on the map, which is kind of between all four of them, uh, and will exclude Dogriff from uh, its explosion. 
What's its radius? 20 feet. Yeah, I think it got me. Uh, well, no, the guy next to the one that fell is 30 feet away from that. Oh, I guess his lower foot is 20. He's a large creature. <laughs> yeah. You got all four of them. Okay. Oh, so, that's amazing. Awesome. Please roll. Each of them should please roll a reflex save while I roll 10d6. Okay, and you're just detonating it on the ground, basically? Or in the air, really. Okay. Um, you can pick any point in space. What was it, a fireball? Fireball, yep. Okay. Yeah, you shoot a little pearl and then it explodes. It explodes. Okay, uh, four reflex saves. Yep. All right, we'll start at the one up top near uh, 19, uh, near that, the fallen foe. That is it exactly. Okay. Uh, the one below him, uh, 21. Pass. The one at the bottom near the catapult, uh, 23. Dude, oh, these guys Jesus. have reflexes. Yeah, reflexes. And the one next oh, to Dawgrath. They all range. Uh, 21. Okay, so everyone all succeeds, so they all take half damage. So they all take... That scared the shit out of me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it sounded like the back of the studio just exploded. Yeah. <laughs> so they all take 18 points of damage. 18 points of a fire Not damage. bad. Not bad. Okay. How many D6 was that? 10 D6. 10 D6. Maxed out. That's pretty good. It is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty. Yeah. I rolled above. 50, the, I rolled above uh, the average. Do you want to move it all? No, I'll stay right. You'll stay right there. Okay. Uh, it is the Ash Giants' turn. The remaining Ash Giants. They see their commander fall, and one yells, "Urkroff, Unachrebanava," and you hear <gasps> that means something like, "Grab it from Ulcroft's neck." What? So the guy standing next to Olcraft, move action, reaches to Olcraft's neck. 15 feet up. Oh, because he's a giant. He's a giant. Just, I'll take that. Olcraft's body prone, dangling off this thing. So he is the guy that requisitioned the chains. That Check was his notes. name, right? Olcraft? Check your Ol- notes, bro! It's, yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, that's that's Olcraft. He reaches on his neck. And pulls off a beaded necklace from his neck. Oh no, rosary! Of which he starts praying, grabs a little ball, yep. and, and just fights oh. fire with, with fire! fire! <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Oh no, oh, no I didn't even know. Oh my god! Oh, that, oh my that god! That went so fast! Wow. Fire! <laughs> I'm invisible. <laughs> Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 